did we just witness? The rain is over. But, but, it's not for the worst cause, obviously. This is Wrestling Reverb. I'm your host, Josh. I just got done watching TLC. And holy crap. What a main event. That main event was well-deserved, well-earned, and executed to perfection. Uh, in this day and age, uh, um, just with the different landscape that is WWE in 2018, um, it's harder to have a TLC match or those matches of higher risk um, and live up to potential or, or live up to hype because of all the old TLC matches. They just they were a lot more dangerous and and um, taxing on a worker. They've got to do them in a different way. But in 2018, in the modern age, that is the perfect representation of what a TLC match was should be. It was brutal. It was hard hitting. It was spotty. Sp- a spotty TLC match. That's what we want. Um, the ladies, not only did they deserve to be the, the main event, they earned the main event spot. There was nothing bigger than that match. If you listen to each lady's reaction, the crowd were insanely invested in each one of those um, ladies. Listen, all system... Like, that that match... TLC as a whole, as a whole, I thought was r- relatively really good. Um, there was a few little duds in there and just some other things, but TLC as a whole was really good. I'm going to get back to the TLC match in a minute. Um, I'm just going to talk about a few things that I liked and didn't from TLC. Now, I watched um, TLC... Differently this time. I usually watch TLC with people who are invested, as invested in pro wrestling as I am. But this time, I thought, um, just with um, different circumstances, I'm like, I was either going to watch TLC on my own or with two people that do not watch pro wrestling. And I was like, let's change it up a little bit and let's watch TLC with people who do not watch pro wrestling. So I did. And for the most part, they, it's hard when you first start watching something where you, you don't, you know, sometimes you don't instantly fall in love with things. But for the most part, they enjoyed it, which is a good sign because sometimes I get a bit clouded in what I'm talking about and what I'm watching and just I'm used to the WWE system. They're not. Um, so it was new to them. Um, but regardless of all that, TLC, um, the kickoff I thought was good. The Cruiserweight Championship match was pretty good. It wasn't as good as their match at Super Showdown, but I think the Super Showdown match was obviously um, I think you know, maybe 20% of that match was why it was so good was because of the audience. It was in Buddy Murphy's hometown. So I think that you know changed a little bit, but it was still a really good match. Fans were still filing in, so it was a little bit quieter. And then also on the kickoff, it was Elias and Bobby Lashley in the ladder match. I mean, you know, it was fine. Nothing special. Um, Elias got the win, but Bobby hit him with the guitar at the end anyway. So it was still fine. I still had a good time watching the kickoff. Um, you know, going into the main card, I'm like, okay, we're going to kick off with maybe the chairs match or even the tables match. And we kicked off with the mixed match challenge. Now, I think that was because the first 30 minutes were on Facebook watch. So they needed to, what they wanted to get that in there on, they wanted to get that match on there. Um, 
Now, as people who are listeners of Wrestling Reverb, they know that I've been following the Mixed Match Challenge. I watched every single episode except for the last one. Um, I just didn't get around to watching it, so whoops. Um, but considering who was in it and where we were going, I was like, oh, okay. Um, I mean, they had opportunities to go with other things, but here we are. We had Carmella and R-Truth versus Gina Mahal and Alicia Fox. Is what it is. Carmella and R-Truth are now number 30 in the Royal Rumbles. Now, number 30 is doesn't necessarily obviously mean you're winning. I don't think any of those two are obviously winning the Royal Rumble. I do think that R-Truth is going to be in the Women's Royal Rumble. I think he's going to try and come out in the Women's Royal Rumble. But, and they're also going to WWE headquarters. That's where he picked. It was fine. The match was what it was. It was quick. We got out of it. Um, the triple threat tag team match, SmackDown Tag Team Championships, as you would expect it, it was, it was a good match. Um, I thought the bar was probably going to win anyway. Um, it was fine. Um, then you go into the TLC match, Baron Corbin, Braun Strowman, was Braun going to show up? He did. He was in a sling, obviously still hurt. Um but he wasn't going to forfeit because it was no DQ. And everyone that was kind of tormented by Baron Corbin come out, he beat the shit out of Baron with chairs. And then Kurt Angle came back. You know, he beat him up as well. They all hit finishes on him and Braun went over, which is a good thing because it's the end of Baron fucking Corbin. I think if I can take anything away from TLC, in a sense, especially on the Raw side of things, I think there was a huge, they hit this huge red button that just said creative reset. I think they realized that the last you know, three weeks of television have been god-awful and that they need to do something um, to get back on track. We need to get gearing towards WrestleMania and we need to get some momentum behind us. And I think this Vince thing um, mainly is to shake things up a little bit in terms of a new GM um, and maybe a few little other things. Maybe there's going to be a little bit of a superstar shake-up. I don't know. But I think there was a big, huge button that was pressed and I think they realized their own wrong and they realized... Something isn't working. We need to change things up. And I'm glad they did because ship Baron off. It's time to get rid of him as GM. I'm fine with him being a wrestler and stuff like that, obviously, but he doesn't need to be the GM. We need less a less heel intake of an authority f- figure. As um, I just think the heel authority figure should be Stephanie, and she's there sparingly. She's there when it's necessary. And the GM needs to be someone. It works so well for Paige. Why can't we have that on Raw? Um, you know, the match itself of the TLC match was nothing. It was just a beat up Baron Corbin, which was fine. This wasn't the TLC match that was going to steal the show. This was just to get Baron away. And now we get Braun and Brock at the Raw Rumble. And here's, here, I tweeted this during TLC. I This is... Okay, so Crown Jewel, when... Braun and Brock went at it. I was like, Braun has to win here. This is it for Braun. Um, And I even stated after Crown Jewel, after he didn't win, I was like, I'm pretty done with Braun Strowman. Um, Now, obviously, we're going with Braun and Brock again. And this is... is, I don't think I'm ever going to say this again because I truly do mean this. If Braun Strowman does not win this time, this is it for Braun Strowman. There's no turning back after this one. He cannot afford another loss to Brock Lesnar. I personally think that. I don't think that Brock should go over in this sense. I just, for Braun, like Braun needs to win it here. He's had too many opportunities at winning the Universal Championship and he's lost every single time. If they want to build him up 
as a monster, as someone, he has to win at some stage. He has to win the Universal Championship. It just it's the it's the necessary next step, in my opinion. Um, I know some people might not agree with me, or um, maybe think he is ruined already, or maybe they think there's nothing wrong with him. But in my opinion, that's what needs to happen. And yeah, that's all I'm really going to say on that one. Um, we move along, and we had Natty and Ruby in a tables match. Now, I had stated on the TLC prediction show um, my take on where I thought with this storyline, you know, with Natty's dad and everything they were um, bringing into it, um, and that I had no real problem with it. Um, but this match, they had the table there. Natty even had a table with Ruby Riot on it. Um, now, Natty put Liv and Sarah both through tables, and Liv took a big fall to go through the table. It was she sore in the air. And I was like, oh, I hope she's all right. Sarah got a, a body slam or some bullshit through a table. It was what it was. It took the right squat out. Um, and that's what we kind of were assuming that was going to happen anyway. Right squat are gone. Um, then we had a few little spots. Um, and Natty ends up putting Ruby through the Ruby Riot table uh, with a powerbomb off the second rope. To be honest, I didn't really expect um, this tables match to be fantastic. But it was probably better than what I expected. Um, it was a good tables match. It's hard to have a fantastic tables match with two people. Um, if it was a multi-person match, it's a little bit easier. But with two people, a tables match, I think, I, I personally think in my head, this is just how I see it. A tables match in a one-on-one scenario is quite restricted. It's quite limited. But they did what they needed to do. And there was a few cool little spots in there. I love the fact that the rights went through the table. Um, it was still, I still enjoyed it. Um... It was, yeah, it was fun. I generally thought it was fun. Um, what was next? I haven't got a list in front of me. I'm trying to just to think. So if I skim over anything, if I miss anything, I'm sorry. So I'm just going to talk about um, the, was it the chairs match that was next? No. I can't remember. Ah, it was Finn and Drew McIntyre. Finn Balor, Drew McIntyre. That was okay. Um, the Dolph little thing was cool. Um... I was honestly surprised that Drew didn't win. I thought Drew was going to win this one. Finn got the win. Finn probably needed the win in the sense of Finn never gets any big wins anymore. And um, Finn probably needed it more than Drew, maybe. I think Drew will get his comeuppance on Raw tomorrow. Um, There was a little bit of a backstage thing with Finn and Dolph. And they're going to have a match on Raw tomorrow. Um, it was good. It wasn't anything spectacular. It definitely wasn't bad. Drew did some nasty chops to Finn's chest. It was like red raw. Um, yeah, it was it was fun. Um, then we had the chairs match, I believe. It was Randy Orton and Rey Mysterio. Um, now, I was honestly really keen for this match. Um, I just think that Ray and Randy work really well together. I think Randy's been on quite a tear since the Jeff Hardy stuff and all that. And also that I just think Ray is in a very great spot in his career where he's delivering quality matches and still being able to perform at the level that he was maybe 10 years ago. Um, This was a fun match. Lots of chair spots, as it should be in a chairs match. Um, You know, the chairs match has been around for, what, 9, 10 years since the first TLC event. Um, It was... You know, I don't think that personally, except for maybe the exception of Baron Corbin and Callisto, there hasn't been any amazing chairs matches. This was probably the best one. 
Um, there's only so many ways you can use the chair, I guess. But it was still good. They were, they did some cool spots. I like the finish. I think Randy's going to kill Ray on SmackDown this week, but that's uh, besides the point. Ray got the win. Um, it was fun. There was some really cool little things that Ray did and that Randy did, and they beat the crap each other out of each other with chairs. So that was good. Um, next, we had the Raw Women's Championship match. It was Ronda Rousey and Nia Jax. I said this to one of the people I was watching um, TLC with, and she actually agreed with me, is that there's a different energy when Ronda Rousey is in a match. Um, coming off the whatever was before it, whether it was the chair match, or if I'm missing something, I apologize, but I think it was after the chairs match. Um, there's just a big fight feel when Ronda's in the ring. And, you know, Ronda to me is, say, I said after Survivor Series, I don't believe I said it on a podcast, but I, I, something for me personally, I think Ronda's A, a natural in the ring. I think she's really good in the ring. She Her promos have gotten incredibly better. She brings in a lot of attention. But for something in me, the last few months with Ronda Rousey have been um, different. They've been interesting for me. I don't know why, but for me, there's something missing in what I look for as a professional wrestler, as a superstar, as a WWE talent. I don't know what it is either. There's something missing and I can't put my finger on it, but it's a me thing. It's not a Ronda thing. She's not really doing anything wrong. Everything she does is honestly really good. She only get she gets better every time she steps in the ring. Every single performance seems to outdo the next. This was no exception. Nia and Ronda seem to have a nice chemistry in the ring. They had a great match at Money in the Bank, and this one was no exception. Ronda did a beautiful crossbody from the top to the outside to Nia. Um it wasn't overcrowded with stuff with Tamina. It was just a little bit towards the end. I just think it was a really, really decent match. And I, that, like I was saying before, there is this energy when Ronda's in a match. Like, there's such a different level from the crowd, from just the feeling of the match to the actual match itself. There is a different feeling that no one really else brings to the table with maybe the exception of Brock but it's in a different way because Brock's going to just destroy. Ronda's going to put on a very quality performance. Um, Ronda Rousey has an ability to captivate like nobody else does. And, you know, regardless of what I was saying before about, I don't, I don't hate Ronda Rousey. I don't hate her. I just, she's not one of, you know, my top people that I love. There's a certain level of, respect I have as a fan for her be just because she's so natural as a pro wrestler that it's just unmatched. Um, I honestly think she probably has had one of the best first years in professional wrestling or in WWE ever. It's very similar to Kurt Angle's, um, but she got the title and she's undefeated. She's putting on, you know, She's trying, you can tell she's trying to go out there every single night and have the match of the night, regardless of her opponent. Um, like I was saying before, Ronda and, uh, Ronda and Nia have a, they click. They have a very nice chemistry in the ring. 
This match was very, very good. I really enjoyed it. The spot with the power bomb and the actual ending itself. Um, it just was a very, very good match. No really well other way to describe it. It was just very, very good. Ronda now moves on. I'll talk about that a little later. Um, we go into a backstage segment and Nia is um, nursing her injuries, you know, all you know, gassed out from the match. And in comes Becky Lynch to a roaring response. And she basically just said, keep your name out of my mouth. Um, and gave her a nice shot to the face. And that was kind of, I think that's kind of the end of that Nia thing of saying that she broke Becky's face because it was running a little dry. I said on my prediction show that she had a certain heat that nobody gets and it was pure hatred and I think kind of fizzled out a little bit. Um, She was booed a lot uh, during TLC, um, but it just was a different kind of heat. Um, Just more of a normal, you know, everyday kind of heel heat. But regardless, the match was good. The stuff with Becky was really good too. Um, we made, uh, excuse me. Wow. Damn. I completely just zoned out and I don't know why. Anyway, we go into the WWE Championship match. Daniel Bryan, excuse me, the new Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. And this match was a absolute masterpiece of a match. It was a different style of match than any other match on the card. If you it's it's amazing what happens when you just let wrestlers breathe and move and just kind of it was a very slow organic build to the finish. I absolutely am in love with that style of wrestling. Um I like things to start slow, get some heat and then move along to, you know, your comeback and then you you pick the pace up. There was definitely different spots in that match with you know, working the leg and thing like that. I love the the ending of that match because it was a it was a clean win for Brian, but it was still a flashy win for Brian that it made you know, we want to see AJ Brian again. Um, I love the new Daniel Brian. I think it is the perfect way to be a heel in 2018. Just is you're not cool. He isn't cool. He's literally thinks he's better than all of us because he's a vegan and he helps the environment and whatever else it may be. I just think these two um, had a very, very different style of great match. It wasn't fast, but it was, if you're going to do that kind of match, that's exactly how you do it. It just built, 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 built to the finish. That's what we wanted. Um, There's some great counters in there. I could go on and on all day about that kind of wrestling because I love that kind of wrestling. Um, But it was just a fantastic match. Now, speaking of slow matches, that this was the opposite kind of slow match. This was a slow match that I just... Okay. I'm going to be... I don't think... Okay, so we had Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose for the Intercontinental Championship. One of the most um, hyped matches of the night um, in a very awkward spot on the card. The semi-main in between two... SmackDown Championship matches, and yeah. Um, regardless of the spot of the card, it was, you know, very worried. It's been going on for, what, two months now? Um, even longer, maybe. Maybe about two months. Whatever it is. This match was about five to ten minutes too long. Um, and the crowd were chanting, this is boring, and 
it sucks for those two guys because I really, really like um, those two guys. And I just, I don't know what it is about that match that really didn't generate, but it just seems there was no, there was a, a beginning and an end. There was, the middle was just, there was no substance to it. Um, the way I describe that match is that when you cook a really, you're cooking a really nice meal, you're, you're cooking it and it smells amazing. You're really excited for it. And then you sit down to eat it. You're ready. You're keen and you eat it and it just is lacking flavor. It's just bland. But you still finish the meal, and it still it still satisfies you in a way that you're not hungry anymore. That's the best way I describe that match, plain and simple. It sucks for both of those guys because they clearly worked hard, but it was just unnecessarily too long, in my opinion. Um, Dean got the win, and he's the new Intercontinental Champ. So it looks like we get another match out of it. And here's the thing. Seth and Dean have had multiple matches in the past, and they've always been killer. Um, this one just didn't work. And it's okay. It it's, doesn't mean that they're bad workers at all. Just sometimes things don't happen, and sometimes timing is weird, and um, spots on the card too doesn't help you. I think we were calming down from Brian and AJ. We needed a, a break before the TLC match. Um, it just is what it is, but I don't think it was a bad match. I just think it was unnecessarily long, and I just think it was a little boring. But that's just me. Um, it's I seem to be echoed in a lot of ways. Um, what I'm seeing on Twitter, but nonetheless, let's move along. The TLC women's match. This is what I was here for. This is what a lot of people were here for, and did it deliver? Oh my fucking god, yes. It fucking killed it. It was incredible. Um, like I said at the start, this is how you do a TLC match in the modern age. Um, now, there was so many spots. Becky diving onto Charlotte through the announce table, and it just... then There was a split second where the announce table did not break. Becky bounced off Charlotte's ribs, and it... My god. Brutal. Um, lots of kendo stick spots, chairs spots, going through the barricade, and uh, Charlotte doing the senton off the top rope to the outside through a table, and Oscar being, you know, tossed away, and it looked like Charlotte and Becky were the ones to go up there. Punch, punch, punch. Down comes old mate Ronda Rousey, and uh, pushes Charlotte and Becky off the ladder. Oscar climbs and is your new SmackDown Women's Champion. Oh my fucking god. Here is how I'm going to unpiece this. Number 1, I want to get it clear that just because Becky lost the championship does not mean I'm hap- uh, does not mean that I'm mad that Oscar is the new champion. She is more than well deserving. She has earned this championship and she is a very different unstoppable force. I think that um when she won the women's Royal Rumble Back in January, I think we were all expecting her to win at WrestleMania. Charlotte beat her. 
and then it is no, it is very documented and very known that Oscar lost her mystique, going through the Carmela stuff and just being an afterthought. Um, this last three or four weeks, my God, has she risen from that? She is over. She is got a mystique back, and she's now the SmackDown Women's Champion. So let's check that one off the list. Number two, buckle up. We're on the ride and the road to the first ever all women, uh, first ever women's WrestleMania main event. Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, Triple Threat, WrestleMania women's main event, Raw Women's Championship. Here's how we get there, in my opinion. We're going to the Rumble. And I think Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair will both be in the Royal Rumble. And I also think that they're both going to win the Royal Rumble with a draw. I think we have a very um, Luger-Bret Hart type deal. I think they both go out of the... Um, the Over the top rope at the same time. Feet hit the floor at the same time. We have a Dilemma, who won. We go into the pay-per-view between... WrestleMania and Royal Rumble, which I believe would be Elimination Chamber, they have a match to determine who is the winner of the Royal Rumble. I think it gets interrupted by one Ronda Rousey, who will still be the Royal Women's Champion. We have a draw, and then we have another dilemma. Who won that match? We have Charlotte and Becky Lynch, both challenging for the Royal Women's Championship in the main event against Ronda Rousey in a triple threat match. That's what my opinion is. I think that is exactly how we get there. I'm probably wrong, but I think that's how we get there. I think Asuka defends the SmackDown Women's Championship against maybe Naomi. Maybe we have Naomi turn on Asuka. Um, it could be anyone from the SmackDown Live brand. But I think Asuka carries in the title to WrestleMania as well. That's my opinion. Um like I said, it's just my opinion, so I have no factual base on it. But that's how I think we should get there. Um but yeah, the TLC match, regardless, it set up so many things. It proved that the women aren't just here to get to the main event of WrestleMania. They are here to main event. Full stop. Everything. They have earned it. They have earned the main event spot. If anything else, they have proven themselves time and time again that if you give us the ball, we'll dunk it. <laughs> because that's what they just fucking did in the main event of TLC. Overall, I thought TLC was a really fun show. A um, few little spots in there where I was um, just maybe calming down from you know the match previous. But um, I really, really thought it was a good show. A good way to cap off the year. That creative reset button has been pushed. The WrestleMania road is definitely... We're definitely... Starting our cars, at least, on the WrestleMania road. We've still got a lot of time. But it, I, I think the keys are in the, in the ignition. But um, I thought it was a really fun show. I'm excited for Raw tomorrow. I cannot fucking watch it live because I have it's Christmas week. So I work in retail. So therefore, I will be at work a lot of this week. So um, that sucks. But I'll watch it when I get home from work tomorrow. So, uh... You won't be seeing me tweeting too much during this week because I don't even think I can watch SmackDown this week from memory of my work schedule. But it's fine. I'm excited for Raw tomorrow to see what Vince is going to say and shake up and who the new Raw GM is and all the fallout. Ronda Rousey, 
all of that jazz. But um, this is Josh. This has been Wrestling Reverb, and I'll catch you guys next time. Yeah.